Welcome to the Lesbo and the Bean universe. Lesbo and the Bean. L-A-T-B. Lat-B. Where mixed martial arts and the UFC get silly. Big silly. Buckle up and move your tray tables to their upright position. And please, somebody shut that baby up. It's time for Lesbo and the Bean. Welcome back. Welcome back. Episode 171. Here we go. Another week without fights, another weekend with your loved ones, hopefully you're spending time enjoying their company. I know I was, but man, do I need fights. Man, oh man, do I need it's fights. It's unbelievable. Been doing a lot of tape study, is how I've been filling a lot of my MMA UFC time, especially with all these fights falling out for the 19th fight card. We had Cody Samhagen versus Lineker fallout. That was a premier fight. John Lineker injured. There's a short notice replacement, Matthew Batista, watching a little bit of footage on the kid. It's going to be a fun one, but short notice wise, Steep Hill, Sam Hagen's looking like a beast in there. And also on that fight card, who else ended up getting hurt? Was it Kutalaba versus Teixeira? Oh, yes, that is true. And I don't Ion know. Ion Kutalaba. Ion Kutalaba. Who's injured in that? Was it Teixeira or Kutalaba? I thought it was Kutalaba, but I could be wrong. I could be wrong, and I have not heard officially yet. That they have a replacement for that fight. I know they've actively actively been looking for one. But again, this is about a week out. Maybe a week and three days. So it's going to be a big step upwards. Again, we're going to bring you that breakdown show next episode. Coming on down. But that is something that is affecting the Because it's not a pay-per-view, right? It's it just the first show. ESPN. On ESPN, yes. It is going to be a fun one. There's a ton of profile fights, but... We still have a little time to get there. DraftKings lines aren't out. Money lines are out, but we'll have time to get there. Odds are swinging all over the place. I'm liking what I see on the card. Again, it's been a profile fight, especially after two dry weeks with no MMA anywhere in sight. I know we were boasting about that Bellator card being up, but our dates were off. Way off. Way it's, it's bad business. I agree a million percent. Hey, Bellator. I would have been all over Bellator's nuts this weekend. I agree. Bellator. I would have watched every, every single fight. Every fight. I would have started. I usually, if I've just got in, if you listen to the show, to Bellator at all in general, um, I would have watched the prelims. <laughs> I would have watched everything. Too. I'll be honest with you. I went on the UFC app. I would have watched EBI. I would have watched Flow. I would have watched anything if I could. There was no fights happening. Agreed, agreed. The funny thing here, we know most of the legions got to be hardcores. I know I didn't even realize that there was a college championship going on. I had nothing to watch, but I didn't turn to other sports. I didn't turn to football or anything else. It's just how distant I've gotten, and especially how deep we've been in MMA, I feel like I really feel it. I went in these weeks, I'm like, wow. I was searching, like you're saying, watching old footage of just old stuff. Oh, there was college championships. See, I don't know. Exactly. I'm in that boat. I don't know. That's the fandom we have here. If anyone else felt that way, let us know on the I don't like watching YouTube. sports um, with so much traumatic brain injury. I want to stick with my MMA. <laughs> where there is other options. Yeah. A lot of rear naked chokes and arm bars in there. But <laughs> definitely, uh, we haven't been short on the news as far as MMA and the UFC goes. We've had a lot of controversial stuff going down. As of late, there was another scuffle between Habib 
and the Diaz brothers at a hotel. Have you seen any footage of this? This is late-breaking. It's new or that's old footage? That could be old footage. That's way old footage. Okay, never mind. I just saw it again. People are recycling stories that far over again that I don't even know what's new or old anymore. Yeah, it's that's part of the... Um, Beef. I saw they went against each it, other a bit on the Twitters. Yeah, that video is just somebody putting up because, yeah, Khabib, which is probably Ali or Khabib's dad, wrote to Connor that you'll have to live with the shame for the rest of your life and it has like a picture of him on top of Connor beating him. And then Nate tweeted to Khabib, um, I slapped you in the head, uh... You and your team didn't do shit. Live with that. You, you're you all pussies. Uh, and then Khabib posted videos. Fans got involved. Again, that's at 155-pound division where it's a bunch of monsters. Do you really think that Diaz has an option of even getting that fight? Yes. Because I think they could use Nate as a bargaining tool to come down off the number with Connor so much. Like, all parties involved could use Nate as a tool to... But Nate isn't a dummy, so he's going to be like, you want me to fight Khabib? I want X amount. And Nate's the one that always ruins the negotiation. Does he out-negotiate himself as Lesbo like to proclaim so yeah, many times? Yeah, maybe. I agree. But he does I think times. everybody is scared. Like, the worst thing that happened was Dustin fall out of the fight, and I even think there's something fishy there. For some reason, the UFC doesn't want the Diaz brothers to know how much pay-per-view draw they are. And I think they're a shit ton of pay-per-view draw, and I think they sit up there with the likes of John Jones. I'm not saying they're Conor McGregor's, but I think they pulled extra. So a Conor fight versus Khabib was what you saw after Floyd, I still think the Connor versus Nate fight three is would be the record break. Any fight Connor does next is going to break any amount of records, um, in my opinion, as far as UFC fights go. Any right. fight he does next. But uh, him versus Nate beats any fight. He can keep that in his back pocket. I totally agree. We always talk about that, though. It always ends up with that fucking Connor McGregor. <laughs> Every time. That Connor. Every time. And that freaking, I'm seeing whiskey proper everywhere. People just riding that into the ground. I mean, I'm a fan of the Lobop talk as the GOAT. I love, I think people have beaten that to death and I still love to jump on that train. But the proper 12. Woo! I'm just, am I worn out on proper 12 promotion? Seeing the pictures everywhere. 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 Well, it's kind of smart. It's like I heard a conspiracy that Starbucks writes your name weird on your cup. Um, so if you take a picture of it and you're like, Starbucks fail, it's free advertising. It's genius. So that Connor's face everywhere on trucks and billboards and people taking pictures of it and being like, look, here's Connor. Look, I mean, I've seen fans that are like, it took me three months and here I have nine bottles. Look at this. And they're just promote, I mean, tons of, they don't have big followings themselves, but still, I mean, unbelievable at how big Connor still is. I mean, we still, he inches his way into our conversations more often than not. And it's not about fighting. Yeah, it is, but I don't really... I, I, it's funny because I had a question where do you think with all the Khabib talk and um, like Ali saying 
He wants $30 million for the fight, for Khabib to fight. Do you still think Connor's the A-side of that fight? Not anymore. I think Khabib, like I've said before, which you to back me off of this ledge a little bit. I was always saying that Khabib had a bigger following in Russia. I didn't think that was true, but now I do. Now that he beat Connor, I think he took a bit of that juice. He took a bit of that shine. And now his country, because it turned into such a bigger thing, that fight, that it did now create, now he is getting those type of photos and in the back door and meeting Putin and freaking all that stuff. Like we're saying, he's starting to get into politics, which if there's a UFC fighter who's going to be in politics, Habib, the Iron Eagle himself, eventually is going to be it there. I just I don't know if he's see bigger than Connor. Top hat. I don't know if he's bigger than Connor, and I actually feel like Ali could be detrimental to Habib. Out, he's gonna outbid him until the UFC moves on. I don't think you're wrong there. I think the one fifty five is a really tricky division to gum up. They have so much talent there I agree. that it's a really tricky, and I know, I know, I know, I'm always <laughs> a Habib hater. <laughs> I know, I know. Every time, every time. Like, I don't know. I still think Max the A-side of that fight, but $30 million. I don't know how much the UFC makes off of that, but does is he worth equal money to... Connor for the fight, yes. At least equal money to him for the fight because Connor's still going to make all the backdoor money by having proper 12 on the mat. I agree. The way that he's promoted himself, which we have talked about before, other fighters have started to do the champ life with T. Wood. There's most... Uh, who's that? Sugar Show. He's like, they're all starting their own mini networks. So is DJ. Like, a lot of people did take that into consideration and have started essentially their own platforms. Yeah. So, everyone's coming up. Diaz brothers, some of the few that aren't, but they've never really liked I have to be still, I love Connor, but if he doesn't fight, I'm fine. I'm, I think the sport right now is looking amazing. I totally agree. Other news that's been going down in the Twitterverse and or MMAverse in general. And we talked about um, Rias versus Ostemir. Yes, that is a fun one. Other bouts that have been signed as well. And have you seen RDA uh, versus Ponzinibbio going back and forth on Twitter? I did see them going back and forth, but nobody's officially contracted in that fight yet, from what I've seen. Unless you have something to, some good news to tell me here. No, I think Woo! RDA gets smoke showed in that fight. Ah, uh, you know how I feel about Pons. Know how I feel about Pons. Pons could be the scariest guy coming up the division. Not only was John Jones we like, didn't give him any love when we were talking about uh, guys that could be the scariest guy to the champ holding the belt. I really love Usman. Yes. I love him. But the more I look at this fight with Woodley, it's just they're too much the same. Yeah. And Woodley's just a little better everywhere. We've said it and said it and said it. I think Pons is the scary guy coming up the division. That would have been a really telling fight for me versus Usman. It's a shame we lost it. I totally agree. Pons. Always, though, pokes them eyes. And now that he can poke with toes, <laughs> he's always going to be a scary, scary fighter in there. But regardless, I made a lot of money on Ponzinibbio. I think he's a top contender in there. There's a lot of top contenders that we just forget because there's so much in the top three going back with all this Twitter, Dana White, freaking interim Colby fighting and stuff that we forget how many guys are chomping at the bit that are in the top ten. 
that are dark horses, that are tough fights for anyone. Gunny coming back with them bows. He looks scary as a mofo all of a Piesa, sudden. I have to give him some love because at 170, I was showing him hate. And I actually think he's kind of scary. I don't up. agree with that. No, I, I think they're so. I'm so off of Kiesa. I thought he I'm looked saying, okay in his last fight. Against Gondu, who shot. Like I've been saying the whole time. True. Been saying that from the get-go. And I said, everyone's going to be like, Kiesa's a top tenor. Okay. I don't think he's this crazy guy. I just wanted to show him a little bit of love. <laughs> I don't think he's going to be a champ. That haircut really did it for I you. I don't think he beats Ponza Nibio. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I don't think he beats Usman. I don't think he beats Colby. I don't think Gunny. he beats Woodley. Gunny Kiesa is a good fight. That's a great fight. I think that's a good fight for both of them going forward. But I think Kiesa has a many other fights before he gets there. What about Key? <laughs> this is so crazy, but it'll lead into the next um, combo. Um, what about Kiesa versus Pettis? <laughs> <laughs> Didn't actually Pettis say he at wanted that fight at 170? Uh, he said he wanted Wonder Boy. Ah, well, of course, but that's a champ. That, I don't even want to consider that. Uh, I think Pettis is only on like a one or two fight winning streak, if not a losing streak after that Ferguson fight. Well, apparently Wonder Boy says he wouldn't mind that fight. Because Against Pettis, seems, yeah. Yeah, it seems like a walkthrough fight. I agree, Wonder Boy it just has a little too much size there, but uh Anthony Pettis, ooh, that's an interesting striker's delight there. You're gonna be having a guy's Taekwondo versus karate. No real shots there on the ground. Pettis is better, but he doesn't have really good entries on his shots, so and you can't take down Thompson. That could be a five-rounder, just point fight to me. So Pettis wants Wonder Boy, but Kevin Lee wants Pettis. Interesting. I'm going to say... Which is Kevin the easier Lee. fight for Pettis. And we're talking about Big Pettis. Right, uh, Big Bro uh, Pettis. Wheaties Pettis. I want to say the easiest fight in there, neither one's easy. Because they're both up a Water weight class champ. at a guy who's not that big. Pettis is not a 70-pounder. Never has been. Even yeah, with that 45 for a wire. That's what it was weird for Michael Chiesa. But then Michael Chiesa says he'd rather his body not be depleted and his brain be able to work perfectly in there. His computer be able to download everything faster. And it's the juice is worth the squeeze to go in heavier. And maybe Pettis wants the same try. I don't know. Is it crazy to think that... Times could be a changing in MMA. I would sure hope so. I know that Joe Rogan's really been pushing for the weight classes to change. I know we're getting new belts in there. WME is changing stuff around and it would be beneficial. A lot of underground talk about potential weight classes. I've started to hear more and more rumors. I don't know if it's the MMA community or actual company people saying like, hey, they're really taking a look at opening up some of these Middle divisions, 55, 70, 65, those type of things. Because there is so many contenders, you could easily slap another belt in there and have just as much promotion with what more a, belts. Uh, Kevin Lee, though, scary fight. If he even moved up to 170, I feel like Kevin Lee's a scary fight at 170. Yeah, he's a dude that cuts a lot, a lot of weight. I would agree with that. 65, though, perfect for Kevin Lee. So many of those guys perfect at 65. Any, uh, what other stuff is going down? Um, you sent this to me earlier in the week, uh, Alameda Cheeto. Cheeto Vera Alameda is officially booked. What a fun one. Is that in the Philadelphia card? I, have no I can't idea. remember. I could can't look it remember. Up. I think it was not that big of a deal. Regardless, 
You know how we feel about Chito Vera. He's practicing with TJ, who is looking skinnier, skinnier by the day. But before we get into that TJ talk, who do you have? I feel like we both have, we have, again, Alameda with them looping punches that uh, have been talking about for a while with a suspect chin against Chito, who eats a shot more than I like, but seems to always rally back in the end. Why he's a constant underdog here for us. At I think Cheetah's going to be a little harder for Alameda to pull up one of those crazy uh, submissions on. I think Cheeto ekes that out at by the end. And I think he could be an underdog going into it. I agree Again. with that. I do think that that might be like uh, plus 120 Cheeto, barely an underdog to a minus 115 Alameda. And if it is, if Cheeto's an underdog at all, definitely throw money on it. Um, it should be a close one. I think it could be it. Fight of the year contender. Both of those guys go out on their shield. Chito never quits till the end. And Alameda will get knocked out in there. He won't just flippantly go over. So John Dotson booked a fight for UFC Prague. Against Who Peter Yan. Yeah, okay. I have Ya and I'm like, I spelled that wrong. Is it Yan? It is yeah. Yan. P- Petro Yan just came off of a dominant win. Over who was his last opponent that he ragdolled in there? Exactly. That's a huge step up to John Dotson. I would agree. But John Dotson, again, if we talk about faded fighters, one of those guys who has really started to throw throw one and two punch combinations together or one kick and a punch and then back away. And it's not working for him because he slowed down just enough. His chin is just there to be hit a little bit more. Cardio is starting to lack for me. I just haven't liked what I've seen from John Dotson. Pitor Jan looks like he can go a hard three everywhere. Everywhere. I like what I'm seeing. That's a big step up. It's a huge step it's up. It's a huge step up. Do I you think know. Dotson's the underdog there? Because I do. I think he could be the underdog for sure. I think there's a hype train, and I think he's at Jackson Wink, and John Dotson could put together the right game plan because it's. He, I mean, he's at my favorite camp. <laughs> Not really. It's not really my favorite camp, but I do like Jackson Wink of late. Um, and speaking of Jackson Wink, uh, Cowboy Perry, or Cowboy Perry, <laughs> Mike Perry is back at Jackson Wink. Interesting. I've seen a little tour that he's had across the country, or I don't know if in Florida with his sugar mama. She's been in the back scene. They've been taking a lot no, of No, they photos. broke up again. Um, fool me once, can't fool me again. <laughs> Get out of here. (laughs) I don't believe that for one second. But um, have you been seeing some of the photos that have been floating around of TJ? Yes. How do you... It's a hoodle for that matter. I don't know how either... The Okay, on... It was like last Sunday or last Monday, and feel free to correct me if I'm wrong. I know you guys will. Um, TJ was at 138. I think. And Cejudo put a picture up yesterday at 133. And... It's what he wrote. Yeah. It's not what it is. Well, that's, that's what not he wrote. even what he wrote. That's what fans wrote, which I didn't know where they found it, but I'm sure I they agree. found it in... Somewhere. Somewhere. But that big head looks monstrous. Munster. He looks like a freaking monster in there. Bigger I don't know TJ. how either guy gets down. That's what I'm thinking. Any, but... I feel like here at Lappy, we've been calling it straight on and saying, if someone makes it and even pees a little blood, it's TJ. Someone's going to fall out, Sahudo. I still agree with that. I agree. TJ I, makes weight. I think TJ makes weight as well. 
I don't like either guy going down this low. Agreed. But TJ is so scientific, and the whole team he has around him right now, I think he's doing everything perfectly. I think everything is an exact scientific method, where I think Cejudo, he's going to try to make that old-school wrestling cut that he's been making his whole life, and his body's a little older, and we've seen him miss before. More muscular than ever. Ever. He looks huge. Which... Cejudo hasn't really had cardio issues, but this is one of those Jose Aldo type of situations that we've seen where when Aldo has looked as juicy as ever, not saying Cejudo is, but when Aldo has ever been as big as he ever has in a fight, he has more power, but he always is set after the fight. I slowed down in that fight and it was way harder for me because I can't sustain a pace with that much muscle. You just drain that much more. It's better when you were the leaner muscle than, I mean, Sahudo. Like TJ's looking at like, Exactly. More in that style where we've seen other fighters be like, oh, I put on muscle, but juice wasn't worth the squeeze on there. The power wasn't there because I couldn't hit him because I was slower than him. Because I was yeah. more tired where T speed kills. Speed, speed, kills. Did you happen to catch any of Dean Thomas on Joe Rogan? A little bit, week? not the whole thing. I think we just talked you, about it a tiny bit. Did we already? Um, just I, a tiny I, bit, like we. But I don't. Sometimes I don't remember in real life or on the podcast. On the podcast, I think it was after the podcast. I think it was a Monday Tuesday show. But Dean Thomas, fun introspection on um, fighting at American Top Team. He is a coach there. He talks about it a lot of stuff in there. He was making a really bold prediction in there, Dean Thomas, at a point in time and saying, if there's anyone to take the 125-pound belt from anyone that he's seen ever train at that camp, he believes that Kyoji Horaguchi, at one who just defeated Darian Caldwell from Bellator, is the rightful guy. Even though he's been beat by DJ, he feels that Kyoji is actually a resin fighter. I'm sorry. He's not a one fighter. Resin fighter. I was confused. I was like, oh, he'll get no, to fight DJ, DJ then again. at one. This will be awesome. No, <laughs> he lost to DJ in the in the latest submission ever arm bar at three minutes and 45 seconds. Or at four minutes and yeah. 59 seconds. But uh, it was just, I recommend all fans go in and take, because there's little tidbits in those. When he, ever John, or Joe Rogan, Interviews John Danaher, even Piotrich, the boxer. I'm going to stay with it, and I'm gonna, I am gonna—I don't even care. And not at all. I don't like the 125 division. I'm over it. Wow. Interesting. I'm over it. I've been over it, though. I never... I'm one of those All people. these guys are going up to 35. Everyone's been on the alert. 125 is out the door pretty much with this fight. Yeah. Especially let one of these guys not make weight. The UFC is going to be like, all right, bad taste in our mouth. We're not uh, going to have a championship fight. Oh, yeah. Well, no, that, yeah, I don't. There is a fill in on the fight. It's Joey Benavidez. Good call. Joey Benavidez on the card with who's his opponent. Um, it's a fun one. <laughs> it is a fun fight. It is. I don't remember. Dustin Ortiz. Dustin Ortiz. We like to bet on Dustin Ortiz here, and he's looked better as of late. Chin a little iffy. Joey B coming off of a big knockout. Interesting, interesting, interesting yeah. bout. Uh, Speaking of, TJ says maybe uh, Dominic Cruz isn't meant to fight and he's meant to sit behind a desk. 
We've been saying that, I feel like, for a long time. Has he been listening to Labby? Has he been liking, subscribing, commenting? Because you're on the same boat. We've been on the same boat for a long time. Don't put your body through this, man. Commenting, <laughs> you do, do a good job. Anymore. Don't do it anymore. Um, surprising news this week. I-, I found it surprising. Jason Knight was let go from the UFC. I'm not surprised. <laughs> he's just been having a lot of decisions even though they're exciting bouts he's been getting the short end of the stick and losing a lot of those um he does i don't see his projection going forward thought his fight iq was getting better but the more and more we've seen of him we he yes, likes to brawl the punching bag a little yeah, bit and he doesn't stop takedowns and then on the ground he had an evolving ground game that didn't evolve we always thought, oh, look, he's got mission control. He's going to get better at this. And then he never got better at it. People have just seen how to beat him. He'll be a top contender at a lower organization. Get a couple fights under him. Because he's still a young man, if I'm correct. Mid-25? Yeah, 27? he's got to be in his probably 27. 20, Somewhere in there. I have no idea, but I imagine. Give him that. three fights, knockouts, finishes. He'll be one of those short-notice replacements that'll easily come back in because they do have an existing relationship, so... I think this is actually better for Knight. He's been fighting a lot of top. He needs to maybe take a step back, reassess, get a couple, a good streak going. But he had, I think, like three or four fights in a row losses there. Yeah, and he would just stand in the ring and try to brawl. Lose a split decision. can't anymore right now. Agreed, agreed. It's so, that era I don't MMA. think that's bad. I, I'm not, Everybody not thinks that that's what Max Holloway did. Rewatch that fight. He did not get hit in that. He, like... Had that Max Holloway, that blessed head movement. <laughs> yeah, Jason Knight. Bye, boy. But hopefully he gets picked up from another organization. In a heartbeat. Yeah. He gets picked up very quickly by many organizations. He's from the Mike Perry era. <laughs> That's a tiny era. Yeah. Or just seen. Florida yeah. boy. Yeah. Not era. <laughs> Isn't there a couple of guys that came out of Florida, though, at the same yeah, time? Yeah, but that's not Who's an era. That's that... a scene. Yeah, but it's all around the same time that they came out in the UFC, too. And yeah, they like are in, like, Leslie a wave. Smith, who's that guy that's, like, really good friends with Leslie Smith. Um, he's, uh, he won his last fight, and the UFC was not wanting him to win. He has a weird name. He's the only other person on Project Spearhead. It is K- Ragin' Cajun. Cajun yeah. Johnson. That's a dick. Dig deep. Dig Ar- deep. A- archive in here. Yeah. Who's hardcore? You had to go through. You had to go through. <laughs> yeah. I gave you enough, though, that if we were playing that game, I'm like... I know. Why don't they ask me this? Cedesthesia. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, look at the Cajun... Ragin' Cajun reference. And it's Cajun. To get more specific. Wouldn't Leslie Smith make the 135 a little more exciting these days? Mugga. Hashtag Mugga. Yeah. Just throwing that out there. Hashtag Mugga. Project Spearhead. <laughs> How many people are not getting behind the Mugga movement? No, because everybody thinks they have to get so bitter. Political about it. Yeah. Stop being so bitter, everyone. It doesn't. It's not saying anything about Donald Trump. It's not being huge. It's not talking about your China. Should our, should our Mugga be blue instead of a red hat, though? Oh, maybe. But I think the red hat is kind of the, if it's just a blue hat, or PP yellow. What if we did it in um, either bronze or urban? Urban camouflage. <laughs> <laughs> is that the one that's the, like, megabytes? 
that's digital, new digital camouflage. Digital camo. Urban is like the Rough Riders type Where of like, like orange, orange and oh, white. No, <laughs> Just saying, making that be great again. <laughs> what about if it's urban camouflage pattern, or what about if it's a camouflage pattern, but the camouflage pattern? You know how camouflage is usually like three or four different colors. The camouflage pattern, uh, picture yeah, in it. Totally. We take each one of those patterns and put in a garbage camouflage. <laughs> <laughs> like it's camouflage on camouflage, like garbage camouflage. <laughs> I think we have a hit. I think <laughs> so Lab B brainstorm garbage. live and in charge yeah. here at Lab B. Like and subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> what, be know. sure to look at it. It's going to be coming out somewhere. We're going to need to fund this thing somehow. <laughs> no one's going to see you. No one's going to see you. Right. You're going to blend right in. Because <laughs> there's so many different kinds of garbage camouflages. that I'm like, what is that? Oh, man, there is. Especially when you go overseas and you see like, I don't want to say knockoffs, but you know that they look like that. You know the knockoffs. <laughs> or um, the G.I. Joe snow camouflage. My favorite. So my favorite. I love that. I love that. Yeah. There's a camouflage. Camouflage, camouflage. Uh, uh, uh. So how else can we mugger this up, this episode up? I wanted to ask you how much longer on the Reebok deal. Oh, there's still, I feel like just under two years. Two years left. Like a year, not a couple deal. months, I feel like. I realized I had to repeat that Reebok deal. I mug, I mumbled it. <laughs> I muggled it. Uh, two years left. <laughs> Lappy coming out with a bubble wrap album as well. Just so <laughs> <Mumble> you know. Bubble <laughs> wrap. <laughs> That's what I'm going to put those teeth on. Those rainbow Real. teeth. Real. The triple X. Tri triple X lesbo. Um, ESPN deal. Step forward or step backward? We haven't seen, so there's a prediction. I got to go into my top hat. Got to look and see. I think that it actually, because it's tied to Disney, and you know how we like to have a conspiracy, lappy conspiracy around here. I'm not a fan of Disney in general. So I think that actually we're going to start to see some of our uh, more notorious members of the community in MMA fighters actually be reprimanded more heavily than ever before because Disney don't like that. Do you think we're going to see not necessarily fixed fights, but fixed personalities? Do you think Disney, you know, like where they're like, is there like a Justin Timberlake, Britney Spears or just of MMA where they're like Disney signs like them on the, promotional the evil person or not. And then if you want to go with the Disney things in the corporation, if you want to get conspiratorial, could that be a direct reference to them seeding Colby Covington in his make it, America great again rhetoric? Interesting. I'm thinking that, uh, the red flag for me is as soon as Elias Thurdoa Oza shows up in a Disney movie, there's a, there's a link. <laughs> <laughs> there's gonna be some tie there where you know disney's like oh okay okay Ugh, he's so corny he's so corny now i didn't like the ring card i think it's the ring card boy that i'm like ring okay. man ring man yeah like they call Mugga, him on come on he's like okay i'm gonna do it what do you think he gets paid to do that i'm guessing like five to ten grand really that, i bet you that pert deal is is juicier than you think Oh, the Pert deal is probably the best thing he's got going. Yep. But five, just to be the ring card. But that's why I think because that grand? Pert deal helps him be like, 
I'm getting a perk deal. So I, not only that, like that crosses over. I feel like he's being smarter than most people out there when it comes to getting around a lot of these Reebok sponsorships. The like carryover. Right, right, right. He's one of the few that's able to kind of tie MMA with not and no. actually get paid. It's weird to think of the ESPN deal. It is kind of, it's like, is it a less watch network? And another thing that I've heard is the only people that are ever going to stumble across it are sports fans. It's never going to broaden your audience being on ESPN. Agreed. Fox got us on regular TV. It got us on Fox. When it was Big Fox, that was anybody with a TV could watch that fight. That's huge. 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 But do you want to try to focus the audience on ESPN and get sports fans? Like you're saying, I don't know if I necessarily agree with that because... They already, ugh, they already have their subscriptions for a lot of other sports. But I'm assuming, like most other fans, they're falling away from all of these other sports. There's nothing that even rivals. I've met in more and more and more boxing people that after that Floyd Connor fight were like, wow, MMA's really excited in it. I mean, there's only a couple stars in boxing and there's maybe a resurgence a bit more. But in droves, we've been seeing MMA fans coming in for a while now. I feel like we finally peaked a little bit last year, maybe the year before, but maybe we get a, a peak for the first couple months, but then it starts to taper off. And I think overall, how long is this actual ESPN deal in line for? Do we know? I ha- I'm sure we easy it's research. It's four or six years it. or something. I just don't know. But I do think if they play it right and roll in with the right fight cards and the, like TJ Cejudo is going to be a very exciting fight and the fight night is a really great fight night and then there's a couple of really great pay-per-views already stacked up this year we still don't know what's happening with UFC 233 which is really odd at this point um and then 234 whatever but 235 is looking like a flame don't even want to say don't whisper that because it will float into the wind it probably probably (laughs) will it's that gladiator line a name that you can barely say without it just dissolving it's like candy man (laughs) beetlejuice yeah i can't say it too many times it's a five-year deal with espn just so that just throwing that out there five years so could be good could be could be could be could be not could be could be not um, so let's see what else we have going on. Uh, Al Iaquinta wants Tony Ferguson, Conor McGregor, or Dustin Poirier. What are your thoughts? Tag team, battle royale, death match, close the top. That's the way we do that. All four. All of them. Death match, like ladder match, throw in a freaking, uh, I do not care. Any of those fights, I love Let's see it. Let's get it. That those are all perfect callouts. The the only stipulation is which one can we make faster. That's my only hesitation on either any of those fights. But you think Al deserves one of those three fights? Any of those three fights. But I obviously I'm gonna say it's Ferguson, Connor, or Ferguson, um, Habib, Habib, Habib. Habib. So. I don't even... Connor's not going to fight anyone under him, especially an ally akin to type of person. So it's pretty much Poirier who fell out of his last fight. And unless Nate waits for Poirier. So I kind of see it being akin to by process of elimination, MMA math going into it here. I think it's Poirier Alakinta. 
I like that too. I like that fight too. I think that is a banger. I yeah. think that's a good fight. That's I a great fight. That is almost Woodley Usman. Where it's like their powers are so close. They almost negate each other. Um, I don't know if that's star making for either guy. Poirier is right there. In my yep. opinion, he is right there to being a big star. I think he has the looks. He has an okay personality. He's a great fighter. Exciting to watch. Um, Al, he's a fun guy as well. I think they're both handsome guys. They're raw American steel and sex appeal. <laughs> That's who, like Colby Covington or is it Chael Sonnen? It's what did it make you think of Colby first? Covington. Colby Covington. Um, but they're like... Why not? I think that's a great fight to make. Agreed. I, I totally agree. Tony Ferguson's going to get screwed. And the part that's pissing me off about Tony, I think everybody's a little scared of Tony and they're going to age his ass out. I totally agree. It bums me out. It really bums me out. And I want him to get the fight, but I don't care who he has to fight. I don't care what fights he has to keep taking to get his due, but I just don't think the UFC is going to give it to him. He is a weird guy. I don't know if Tony Ferguson's a... St- He's so fun to watch in there. Exactly. I totally agree. How can you not love Tony Ferguson? That's some damn shit. Okay. It is a shame. Okay, since we said Raw American Steel and Sex Appeal, Colby says Woodley smokes Usman. I don't agree that it's a smoke, but I do think that it is going to be a decision fight. Decision? Uh, just For T-Wood. T-Wood's not he knows how to play the game just a bit more. He's been in these championship rounds that much more. He just knows how to get around the rules. And I feel like, like I've said it here a lot before, we have, you got to beat the champ to be the champ. And... I don't think that he beats T-Wood at this point in time. He just has not fought the caliber that he needs to. Dos Anjos after Colby took something from him in there. Dos Anjos after Colby. I don't think so. I thought he handled that fight all right. I think their wrestling is kind of going to negate each other. I think Woodley has better hands. You always say the straight beat looping. I think Usman has like sloppy hands a little bit. And Woodley has that better boxing, better straight punches, better combinations. Um, you're right. He knows how to handle his cardio for five rounds. We've seen Woodley do it so many times. I think going in there with the Wonder Boy twice, you can't get better training than that. You're so right on that. Like, I think Usman's in a little bit of trouble in this fight. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't it. like it. I think it's a weird fight. Right at the top, though, at that 170, all those guys are very similar. Agreed right now, wrestling heavy up at the top one for the 170-pound division. I think Woodley will push Usman off a little bit. I think he's going to keep a lot of space and throw him off and make him stay and throw hands uh, with him. As is, as inactive as Woodley, well, is it or is it all just Dana White saying he's inactive because he gets hurt in a lot of fights? I mean, but how long is it going to take after that fight for whoever holds the belt? It, will it be a freaking year that they're going to hold up that 170 belt? Oh. That's the real question. How long until they can get in there again? If, in my opinion, if Woodley goes in and wins, I think he fights Colby pretty soon. I think Woodley is a pretty active Depending champ. Depending on the damage. His thumb, he said he needed that done for two fights. Like, yep. before I remember yep. him saying it. Like, I think Woodley gets a lot of unnecessary hate. and. Agreed. um. 
But he's the older fighter who doesn't have long as well. So I could see him being like, come on, guys, I got to get another. I got to keep this camp going. And because his time is coming out is winding down. In my at opinion, it, when you see that Spider-Man versus Spider-Man meme, <laughs> I think that is what um, Dana TV. White is doing with this matchmaking. I think putting them against each other, getting one out of the way, and then it extra builds up Colby. It also builds up Colby to where all election talk gets going again. I think it's all fine. Interesting. But the other thing I heard is that they weren't trying to hold Colby up at all. They were more so like, here, we'll put Spider-Man versus Spider-Man over here. And then we'll have Colby go over and fight Darren Till. Right. So it was kind of like, and then we'll do the battle. Like, oh, look at black guy versus white guy. (laughs) This is so novel. People love it. I don't know. Uh, but I heard Colby said, I'm not taking that fight with Darren until I'm waiting for the winner. of." So that's not official. I know that they were trying to book that for a while. Okay. Colby's still not. And I agree. He's as much as there, he was that whole interview with Hawani was spot on. Colby was a company man. Colby was doing everything right. He did everything. He deserves everything. He's the interim bell holder. He should not be getting screwed right now. And he is. And it's that business at this point in time now, the way he feels. And I feel like, right, rightfully so. Yeah, I understand a little bit, too. I hope he, he's like, you either give me the championship fight or you let me out of my contract because I'm going to turn every single fight down that, unless it's the champion. Unfortunately for the fight fans, that's the right call for Colby Covington's career. Yeah, is he big enough to go somewhere else? Does anyone want a guy that's been rep- representing the MAGA hat? That's... Is there somebody to go into WWE? Who is it? Yeah, that is kind of good if he goes into he, WWE. He has options. Yeah. He has real options People outside People love to of hate Colps, the Colpster. And guess what? I will 100% be paying attention to Colby in WWE. Not Ronda. I haven't followed her at all in WWE, honestly. I am just bit. not going to watch WWE. <laughs> I have to cheat. I'll watch like Stranger Things. Or what something. if DC goes over there? I might watch WWE. Exactly. But only like one episode and then I'll be like, True. deuce, deuce. I'll watch GIFs. I'll just watch GIFs. Yeah, or somebody's like, oh my God, you have to see how he did. Like, I watched Ronda on her first few nights. I didn't even tune into the event though, right. but I went onto YouTube afterwards and watched clips or, yeah, like you're saying, a meme or a GIF, whatever. I might get a DC shirt though. If he has like a legit badass shirt, I might get one. That would be kind of great. Yeah. Unfortunately, I don't think that was going to happen. Interesting. I don't think he's a big enough... I don't think he has enough following. He's no Ronda Rousey, unfortunately. And I think that's how the they roll. Like, the same way they just... Hey, Brock, will you save our New York pay-per-view real quick? Right. I think that kind of... I don't know if DC's that dude. I think we love DC. I think he's awesome. Um, if he beats Brock Lesnar, however... Right. That changes it a little bit. Because he's this, like... Small guy, fun loving. He could go over and be. I told. I think I know. I agree. I agree. It's there's a lot of fighters that are looking at that option because of the what Tom Lawler's and Ronda Rousey and just so many other people. Oh my God! I can't believe this is what I have to say. Six days until UFC again. But I have to say on the wrestling thing real quick. Did you hear Frank Mears pro wrestling? He was talking about. Thinking about having a match or two as well. Is there something called Bloodsport? A wrestling organization called Bloodsport? I don't go that deep. 
I don't yeah. know that dude. So you're not going to follow Frank Mir over to his pro wrestling <laughs> debut? <laughs> DC Sorry. maybe, Frank so, Mir. <laughs> not Frank Mir. You didn't this even follow him over to Bellator. <laughs> that announcing was rough. Uh, yeah, I did. I think I actually put a bet on Frank Mir and Bellator. And uh, you screwed me once. Can't screw me again. um yeah i am so so six days from now we finally have fights again counting down again tune into that wednesday show hit the bell on the youtube so you get a notification because it's going to be a heavy duty breakdown we have ton of fun fights for that espn card we're gonna get geeky wait that weight cuts are coming i mean we're gonna have a lot of news because tj cejudo is on the top of everyone's And tongue. we're going to stay on point, and we're so excited about fights. This is the time. Like and subscribe. We could have a bonus show, and everyone's going to have a ton of fight information coming in about this, but everyone, no one's going to talk shit like we talk shit. We'll tell you. We'll tell you if someone's looking green or looking gray or they ain't going to make that cut. We're already talking about it now. Um, and we're throwing the shade at Cejudo. Everyone's talking about TJ. Look, at everyone's looking over here, and we're saying, nope, look over here. Um, so I want to say real quick, um, a shout out to AFC Dicko who recently became a dad. Congratulations, Faja. Or not. Faja. Or not. I'm just going (laughs) to, you don't know. Congratulations. It could just be the worst thing that ever happened to you. Like you are committed. You are committed. I'm going to say it's the best thing. I feel like he's probably in a good spot. Good luck. <laughs> yeah, it's probably awesome. <laughs> Watch those congratulations, congratulations, and we love you guys, and we are so excited about fights. Lesbo the Bean! Thanks for listening to Lat B. For all things Lesbo and the Bean, head over to lesboandthebean.com or follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter.